0: Hi there, my name's Jack, and I love horrible movies. Each week on the Horrible Movie Podcast, producer Phil, a guest, and I talk about a horrible movie. We talk about the actors, directors, the budget, the box office, and like thereof. You also get silly songs, fake commercials, and too much fun to list on this promo. Available everywhere you get your podcast. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible.
1: live from a bunker in the heart of the ozarks a podcast that is bold and risky in its predictions like that disney may just make a few dollars this summer it's sif pop Uh, yeah <laughs> making those bold predictions on zip pop
0: <laughs> yeah
1: welcome to zip pop streaming live most weekends are available to download later in your podcast feed unless of course you're a patron patrons get perks patrons get those parks i'm your host aaron dicer and he's my joyous and jocular co-host andrew ormsby jocular mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> and each week we'll chat about movies television and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds Mr. Jocular, how you be? I'm good. I'm going to have to look up what jocular means. (laughs) I'm assuming it has to do with the word joke, like I'm a funny man. Yes. Hey! Yeah, Yeah. there you go. That's the power of deduction right there. That's what that is. Just go with the roots. Yeah.
0: How you been, man?
1: I'm doing very well. Uh, I'm very excited for this episode. Uh, This episode (laughs) is going to be pretty much dedicated to one thing. I will do some Dewey Care, and we'll do the buried treasure at the end. But the majority, the big chunk of this episode is our annual picks for the summer some movie game Can this is going to be fun
0: i got to tell you this is like one of the least things I look forward to every year just really? because of how bad I am, really? Oh, I'm so bad. Oscars that's my that's, that's my your jam. That's man. my jam right there because yeah. I'm always I think this year I was in like the
1: top two for gurus or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. and then I won the year before and the year before that I was top two. Well, you don't remember the Oscar. What happened with the Oscar thing? You don't remember this. You and I were tied and it came down to the tie break. Oh, yeah, and if with, you to uh, pick the length, like it was like eight, 20 seconds difference, yeah. You know, split us up. I won by 20 seconds or yeah. something. See, it's it's
0: stuff like that. Like, I'm good at predicting Oscar stuff. Uh-huh. But some are some. I am horrible. <laughs> but every single year, I feel like, oh, this is going to be my year, man. Yeah. I, I get a sense of confidence. I will say, though, as like a, uh, a teaser for later on, this was a tough year to call.
1: I think so, too. There are I really some do.
0: major players. And how they, you know, fit on this board is... It's going to be interesting. It could be interesting. I'm very <laughs>
1: excited for this year. We'll talk more about that uh, in a bit. I do want to remind you as well, if you're a Game of Thrones watcher mm. and you haven't checked out Sift the Thrones yet, uh, please do. It is its own podcast in its own podcast feed. If you search for Sift the Thrones in your podcast player, it will pop up. I know a lot of you have. Uh, we've seen the numbers of downloads. Thank you so much for those who are playing along. We're having a lot of fun, not only reviewing and talking about the episodes, but also uh, playing the Game of Predictions, which is a lot of fun. And we do also do the Game of Awards, where we give out awards each week uh, to each episode. And uh, we're going to do that for every single episode in this final season. So all six episodes, plus there's a preview episode. So a uh, little seven-episode podcast run for you. Uh, but don't miss it. Go right now and subscribe to Sift the Thrones. It is Andrew myself and then chris from cinemasins uh, joins us every week as well and rumor has it maybe another cinemasins person might be joining us here soon so um yeah he he contacted me and said i got opinions and i got nowhere to say them (laughs) (laughs) it's like i've got
0: the place for you he might be waiting for a uh, episode worth you know jumping in on Mm -hmm. which i have a feeling tomorrow's episode
1: oh they're all worth jumping in on that show man
0: yeah I... i i i'm curious if like Do you think uh, the sixth and final, or the seventh podcast, I should say, that we do, will we do a series review instead of just an episode review? Oh, of course. Yeah, Yeah. that'll
1: definitely be part of our conversation. Like,
0: is Game of Thrones the best
1: show of all time? Yeah, right. like, how did they stick the landing? All that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, Again, that's Sift the Thrones. You can subscribe wherever good podcasts are found. S-I-F-T-T-H-E-T-H-R-O-N-E-S. Exclamation point! But you don't need the exclamation point
0: because there's only one throne.
1: Because there, there's that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. It's, well, there's technically you know you could call the king of the north a throne, right? Like oh yeah, he he sits in a chair. You yeah. Can, you, any, I think <laughs> is any you chair could call, you is, could call where Tywin died a throne. I mean, is
0: anywhere a king sits the throne?
1: Yes, I think so. So
0: a toilet. Well, that's what I was saying where Tywin throne. died.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. Um, we call that the porcelain oh. throne. And Elvis died on the toilet, and he's yeah, the king of he's rock he's the roll. king, that's right, see? See, yeah. King's in their thrones. <laughs> it's just a very dark and strange turn. What is turn. wrong with me? Um, all right, so we've got a lot of fun stuff to get to, but we like to kick it off with some Do We Care. And-
0: Every single week, I scare with the internet.
1: <laughs> that, was, like, uh, that was like a song. Yeah, that was beautiful.
0: Every single week, I scare with the internet. To find out what is going on in the entertainment world. I pick three topics for us to discuss, and we must decide whether or not we care about them or not. Number one, John Cena bah, 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 has joined the cast of Suicide Squad to Electric Boogaloo.
1: To Electric Boogaloo. I don't know what that means. Is that a character?
0: No, you never heard... You old man, Eric. <laughs> Anytime there's a sequel for a movie, you call
1: it Two Electric Boogaloo. Oh, you're so talking Breaking, Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. Now you get I it. thought you were doing like a wrestling reference or something. I was like, I don't know this reference. No, 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 no. John Cena's is You Can't
0: See Me, which is... I was kind of sad when I found out that he was not going to be playing uh, the Invisible Hood.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: just, you know, I that would have been great. But no, John Cena joining the cast. Um, we're getting a pretty interesting cast put together by Mr. Gunn for this. You yeah. know, we got Idris Elba in an unknown role. And now we have John Cena in an unknown role. The movie doesn't come out until 2021. Mm-hmm. So we got plenty of time, but the fact that they're dropping all these big names gets me, you know, excited for a
1: potentially good. Don't do it. Don't squad. get your hopes up. Don't do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said potentially excited. <laughs> um, I am. I will take this opportunity to uh, draw some hate from people. I'm not as much of a John Cena fan as most people are. I I think he's pretty one dimensional. See, yep. Because I was
0: in, I was uh, as I was writing this, I'm like, oh yeah. Chris, or uh, Aaron really isn't a
1: fan of uh, John Cena that much. I mean, These fine. Uh, uh, was but... it
0: was it cock blockers? Is
1: that what the movie yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you hated him and oh, hated so... that movie. Well, he was just I, he was hate is strong. I really yeah. disliked that movie, but uh, he was just so one note and goofy, and I just his his shtick wore thin on me pretty quickly. I'd like to see him do has he done something a little more serious, a little more dramatic chops. Oh, he did like the marine and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe I haven't seen that one. And he, even he even a in bumblebee, it's just like it's all that sh- that same shtick It's just like I loved him in bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, he's fine, but I don't know. I'm the worst. I this is the worst no, hot take ever. There's no such thing as
0: uh, a wrong opinion. All right, fair yeah. enough. See, I can be nice. Uh number 2. Sure. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch is finally getting his six billion dollar man movie moving forward thanks to director travis knight speaking of bumblebee yeah yeah um how familiar are you with the six million million
1: dollar yeah six million dollar man the
0: old what was it 70s or 60s tv show yeah (laughs) that's all i know too (laughs) did you ever watch it I've seen like two or three episodes. I seen whenever it was episode, on, I don't think. Either Nick at Night or, you know, one of those old right. timeies. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a man who is rebuilt, you know. And if they just did a $6 million man in 2019. <laughs> it would be nothing. It would be nothing. Because I think that's what a hospital bill costs <laughs> now. Strength? So a $6 billion man. And I know Mark Wahlberg has been wanting to get this movie made forever. Yeah. So it's he's probably worth six billion dollars no but uh <laughs> no you know it's interesting because the guy I love it whenever you hear about an actor who's super passionate about mm-hmm. a project because it always gives me hope a, uh, a la Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool super passionate about getting mm-hmm. it done you know and then he, when he did you could definitely feel the love for that you know thing so yeah. Mark Moore, we're really wanting this done gives me uh, some hope that it's actually good
1: I I root for every movie. I hope it's good. Yep. I hear you.
0: Number three. Pablo Schreiber. I love this so much. This makes me so happy. (laughs) Pablo Schreiber will be playing Master Chief Mm. in Showtime's adaptation of Halo.
1: Halo TV show. (laughs) You're hitting all the things I don't care about today. Oh, I care about this so much. I bet you do, man.
0: Yeah, you know me. I'm an Xbox guy. Halo mm-hmm. is one of my favorite series of all time. Master Chief, one of the coolest characters ever put on the console. Yeah, oh, I love it, and I love Pablo Schreiber too. He's so good. I loved him in uh, the uh, heist movie he did. What was uh, I'm having a brain fart now? Key or uh, the one you just Triple did. Frontier? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> He wasn't in Triple Frontier, was he?
1: <laughs> Pablo Schreiber? Yeah. No.
0: Okay, it, you confuse me. No, the, um, the one he did with 50 Cent and uh, Gerard Butler. Oh, was? yeah,
1: I know the one you're talking about. I oh, can't remember the title right off the top of my yeah, head, though. I'm head- it's fine. You keep talking. I'll look it up.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I love that movie yeah uh den of thieves mm-hmm. ah there we go i saved you some finger typing uh, i love den of thieves I love as opposed to
1: him. nose typing yes exactly
0: <laughs> um i loved i love him in american gods he's just a great actor he's shown range mm-hmm. and you know he's a really tall big dude so him playing master chief is going to fit well and i think he has a voice he could do the
1: master chief voice you know that's i just have to listen to you talk about it. there's i there are a few things i could hear about less than Halo? this no not a second not a second Not even. Ne, i've never been I've, I've seen other people play and i just don't get it like i have no interest in in it it doesn't make sense to me
0: how can it not make sense it's it's a pretty do you even know this st- okay i'm gonna give you a rundown of the uh-huh. story yeah it's in the future there's yeah. space marines and then yeah. there's super soldiers right master chief super soldier Um, The human race are in a war with an alien race called the Covenant. Mm -hmm. Um, While they're fleeing from a Covenant fleet, they come across this giant ring in outer space, Mm -hmm. and it's artificially built. They don't know what it is. They land on it. Turns out it's another race of aliens built it called the Forerunners to destroy the world or the universe in case this plague called the Flood ever escapes. Mm-hmm and uh, humanity accidentally lets the flood out. so they But all
1: to... I've ever seen people do is like hide behind stuff and then shoot at each other. That's the multiplayer. Well, that's the all cam... anybody ever plays. I've oh, never I seen anybody... Camp. Well, no, I'm sure people do. I'm just saying, when I've seen it played, yeah. I've never seen anybody do anything but the oh, run no. around and... I will say it's probably most known for its amazing multiplayer, but the,
0: right. those campaigns are so good. There is a story in Halo... Mm-hmm. And their books and the books are great too. If you haven't read uh is it Ford Unto Dawn, I think is the name of the book. It just gives you like a brief history of like Mm -hmm. how awful Master Chief's life was, like how he was kidnapped. Like all these people who became super soldiers were kidnapped as kids and then genetically altered by the government without their consent or their parents' consent, just because they had the perfect mutation and the government's uh was like hey we have to do this and if we're gonna beat these covenant aliens
1: and uh so it, there's a story here so well i mean it must be good beyonce wrote a song about it so yeah she did <laughs> so it must be pretty good if you like it put a halo
0: on it <laughs> it wasn't exactly the
1: one i was talking about
0: sure that's I, that's the only Beyonce song i think i know <laughs> So um, but that's going to wrap it if We care.
1: I appreciate that, Andrew. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I love hearing you talk about things even when they aren't necessarily in my wheelhouse. Um, so, you know, that's, that's good. Oh I'm, I'm... I'm glad to hear you talk about halo <laughs> because you know what? The truth of the matter is more people are going to care about it than not you know so i think so the only problem is it's on showtime and i don't have showtime well, there you nobody go.
0: has showtime
1: <laughs> it's just you got to get it uh if you get showtime though you can watch billions which is
0: absolutely amazing
1: it's what people say you know what i love about here's what i love about billions um since we've got nothing else to do today uh <laughs> the thing i love about billions is the pop cultural references are Off the charts in that show and they're so abstract and hilarious and it's just it's so great it's one of my favorite things
0: i must be thinking of a different show no you're not
1: no it doesn't i mean you wouldn't think it would be something that that show would have yeah but it's you can tell the right well brian koppelman is is the main guy behind it yeah and uh he's the same guy that did um uh why is it the poker movie malkovich damon rounders oh rounders yeah. so um so yeah he's just he just has a real sense of pop culture and references and so okay. anyways yeah
0: it is the same. i was thinking is, is this the paul giamatti, yep, paul Show giamatti and, and damien lewis? lewis yep yeah. yeah okay so yeah there we go yeah that
1: shows a ton of fun so I've, I've seen the pilot that's it yeah because the pilot's on Hulu there we go I talked about something I cared about hey. there <laughs> we got it in yeah all right uh let's do it let's head on to the summer sum game yeah. uh, Andrew now just a re uh, a rundown yeah a re-rundown of how this works we've done this several summers in a row and basically, you just pick the movies you think are going to make the most money over the summer. You put them in order from one to ten. How much money you think they're going to make, and you get three dark horses uh, that you get to choose as well. So you pick thirteen movies, and then if you nail it exactly on the spot, you get ten points. Uh, Not so, going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to do one through ten exactly on the spot, that's a hundred points. That's max possible score, right? Yeah. Um, if you are one away. Uh, you get seven points. If you are two away, you get six points. Three away, you get five points, so on and so forth. So if you have a movie at number four, it comes in at number seven, you get four points. That kind of idea, right? I like it. If your Dark Horses make the top ten at all, you get a point for that. Those are just worth a point each, uh, just kind of as a a nice little, um, you know, like something to... to Bragging rights. Well, something to help catch if you miss on something, you know. Oh uh, yeah. So, so what we're gonna do is Andrew and I are gonna go uh, from number one down with the summer some okay. games. So, um, <laughs> starting with end game, <laughs> right? Starting with end game and then working our way down. Well, and that's why because really the the interesting part of this are the lower numbers. Usually, everybody knows in game's number one, right? And so it, it'll be interesting to see if anybody picks something other than in game for number one. Fools. It, it happened last year. There were a couple of people that didn't pick Infinity War. How'd that work out for them? Not well. <laughs> <Okay>. Not well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is the other thing. We would love for you to play along. Oh, yeah. Uh, go to the website, Sifpop.com, and there, it just says their Summer Sum Game, right at the top. You click that link, and you can just put in your picks. And it's a nice, easy drop-down menu. Thanks to uh, my brother, Andrew, for putting that together for us this year. Um, he uh, put the website together. So all you got to do is go there and make your picks, and you're all set to go. So, uh, again, that's sifpop.com. And then just click Summer Sum Game. Uh, I've also tweeted out the direct link on my Twitter, at Aaron Dicer. If you want to check that out, you can do that as well. Already about 30 people in. Wow. Um just announced it yesterday and already thirty people and We had about seventy last year. So uh well hopefully on our we'll way. break that record and by the way, winner gets to uh have us say whatever they want on the podcast. Within reason. Right? With yes. Yes, we all understand. Within reason. <laughs> yeah. But it's a pretty uh, broad reason. Until
0: <laughs> the uh the 24th, right, is when you can get your entrance. Oh, correct.
1: Mid- Thursday at midnight. Yeah. So the Thursday that Avengers comes out at midnight, uh, submissions will close. Uh, I, you really could do it longer than that because nobody's going to learn anything from Avengers weekend that they didn't already know. You know, that's true. It's going to make a billion dollars in its first weekend. It probably already has in pre-sales. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> let's kick it off. We will go from number one and from number end game from number, number end game <laughs> to number 10. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Endgame. How much money is it going to make? We both have it at number one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did Infinity War make? Infinity War made seven hundred million domestic, I think, something like that, or six, six something. It might crack a billion domestic. Yeah, it might
0: crack a billion domestic. What? What?
1: What's the? What's the? You you keep talking about Endgame. I'm gonna look up the record.
0: It's probably Titanic. If I had to put money on it, oh, Titanic be Avatar. or Avatar. Yeah,
1: it'd be Avatar more than Titanic, but yeah. um, but I'll look it up.
0: Yeah, uh, Avatar. Yeah, so that's probably uh, like one point five or two billion. For domestic for Avatar, isn't it?
1: I'm not sure. I don't remember. Oh, That's I why you, I was going to look you it, just up. it up. No, no, no. I'm looking it up. No, it is the Force Awakens, and it did not make a billion. It made 936 oh, million. Okay. Uh, Avatar made 760. Black Panther made 700. Infinity War made 678. <laughs> Endgame might crack a billion. It might. Like I said, it might crack a billion opening weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Worldwide, especially. It might crack a billion opening weekend.
0: I can't even imagine. The nightmare it is for people who work in theaters, Mm -hmm. what it's going to be like for them. Yeah. Like, there's probably just going to be theaters, like, every single uh, screen we have is just endgame. Yeah. Nobody's going to see anything else. Uh, it's
1: <laughs> Do you hear some theaters are opening up like 3 a.m. screenings opening weekend? Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Hey, get that money, man. Get yeah. that money. Uh, but, yeah, it's... How long is the movie? Three and a half hours long? Something like that?
1: Um, three. three hours? No, three hours long. Like, three hours? Yeah, just almost exactly three hours yeah. long.
0: Man, there should be an intermission. Some pee breaks.
1: Uh, yeah, you get any longer than that, you almost have to. Yeah.
0: Uh. Do we even need to say that we're excited about this? Isn't that just, you know, like a foregone conclusion, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't know that we need to talk a ton about this. By the yeah. way, if you adjust for inflation, um, I always find this interesting. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind uh, would have made $1.8 domestically. Yeah. And but that's say, when
0: movies were nickel.
1: <laughs> uh, Star Wars would have made $1.6 billion yeah. domestically. Uh, and then you've got Sound of Music, E.T. Titanic comes in at number five, $1.2 uh, again this is adjusted yeah and uh maybe yeah.
0: that's why i thought titanic was above avatar
1: it's the only one um it's the only one more recent than the 80s that's even in the top 10 yeah so and then you've got the force awakens which is almost a billion yeah but but yeah there you go all right are we ready to move down to the more interesting stuff <laughs> yeah okay let's move down to number two yeah again marvel far from home spider-man interesting tell me why you think spider-man's gonna how much do you think it's gonna make uh, not in game money
0: right but i think the fact that people are going to be curious at whether a lot of what's going to happen with uh, far from home is what's going to happen with Endgame, game mm. because does this mean that far from home is a prequel to infinity war Mm. or is this just giving away that you know they're all coming back you know mm. so how a, crazy would it be if end of game said no we can't bring them back and those people really were gone forever <laughs> and that every movie they made from here on out would be prequels
1: i love that you're even considering it that's fun that's fun to think that they it's would pull that happen, off no, but... no 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 not a chance yeah but that's fun to think about um i don't have far from home yet i don't think it's gonna make quite that much um my number two is toy story four it's pretty Uh, close to where i I have it i think it's going to make about 600 million dollars um that seems to be incredibles made over 600 million
0: i probably should have it higher but i just got hopes for other movies yeah yeah
1: Yeah. um i what what could be interesting is you never know when that fatigue sets in and i'm not sensing toy story fatigue it seems like everybody just still loves all three movies, but it's hard yeah. when you're so inside the bubble like we are to get a sense for kind of the general population. I think parents are going to take their kids to see. to see this movie five times in a row. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just, it seem, it's one of those things that families just love to do together. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to make a ton of money.
0: But for my number three, I'm betting on a movie that's going to make more than that. Yeah. That, that families are going to bring their kids to. That's Lion King. Yeah. I think Lion King's going to, Bank this year.
1: I think Lion King or Toy Story 4 will be two, and the other one will be three. Yeah. I have Lion King at number three. Okay. Um, I think it'll make about 500 million. 500? Um, it's it's going to do huge business. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Huge business. Multiple viewings, mm-hmm. like uh, so many. I agree. Yeah. And number four is where I have Toy Story 4. And that's so. where I have Far From Home.
1: Hey. But I have it quite a bit. Like, I, I don't think it's going to make more than like 350. Maybe it cracks 400 million. Yeah. I would be surprised. A lot of those. Like this, even the Spider Man movies, they usually end up right around 300 to 350 million. Even the Tobey
0: Maguire ones and stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought they always made bank. Well, that Uh, is bank. Grain, I mean, it's a third of a billion. Yes. In context. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, Number five. Uh, Yeah, this uh, is
1: where it starts to get interesting, right? Yeah. I have like, um, I'm going to say four movies. That I really think will be the next four, but I just have no idea what order they're going to be in. So yeah. so you tell me, what is number five?
0: Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. I think, because Fast and Furious movies always make the money. Mm-hmm. And people love The Rock and Statham.
1: Do you know how much the last Fast and Furious movie made? Too much. Fast Way eight? too much. I think it made about $250 million? Yeah. Way million? Yeah. <laughs> Way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Uh, um i this is an interesting one to me Hobbs and shaw is very interesting to me because you've got the power of the fast franchise yeah then you've got the power of now it's the rock in the lead yeah people love themselves some rock unless there's rock fatigue that i don't know about but i haven't seen it i haven't seen it either um and then from what i hear although i haven't seen people are going nuts over the trailers like they look like mm. like it's a superhero movie or something. Oh, definitely, yeah. So that it's like really out there. And Idris Elba's the villain. So I this could be this could be four hundred million because it just blows everything out of the water. Yeah, or it could be one hundred and fifty million because it's not really a fast movie and people aren't that interested. I don't know. This is a really that's a really tough one for me. I know.
0: See, I'm banking on the former of it just blowing up because I haven't seen anything to the contrary with any other fast movie. Yeah.
1: So. Well, let's take a look. Um Fast 8 domestically. Too much. Um I guess it's called Fate of the Furious, isn't it?
0: I can't even remember. Why do they why can't they just go Fast and Furious 1 <laughs> through 8? Um yeah. I guess it is fate of the Fierce cuz fate in the 8.
1: Yeah. Mhm. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like domestically it made 226 million. So nothing that's to scoff. At. So yeah, I think Hobbs and Shaw will probably make around 250 something like that if it does really well. Um but one movie I think will make even more than that, and that's why I have it uh, in at number five, is Secret Life of Pets 2. Uh, I would be surprised if it doesn't make at least $300 million. I don't even have that anywhere on my list. The Secret Life of Pets franchise is sneaky. Is it? Yeah. The first one made um, $350 million. Like, I, it just blew up because people love their pets and so this one but then it wasn't good <laughs> so... <laughs> i don't know people love it really yeah i haven't heard anybody actually like the <laughs> secret life of pets movie well when you make 350 million dollars somebody is liking it uh, and that just... just doesn't happen because people just go and don't like it
0: see i just always equate that to parents being like it's an animated movie about dogs i'll take my kids to see it you know yeah and, and that's shut, probably going to happen again this summer. It's <laughs> probably yeah. going to
1: happen again this summer. But it's coming out pretty close to Toy Story 4. Is it? What's the release date? What's the... Because that's a good thing to look at.
0: Yeah, because I thought it was like coming right around like the Toy Story and the uh, Lion King time. Like the beginning of May, right?
1: I, I'm going to look it up. But go ahead and uh, and keep talking about it. So you don't have it on your list at all.
0: The Secret Life of Pets? Nope. Didn't even clock on my radar. Uh, so it's just... Because, like I said, I just never thought anybody liked that first one. But, again, like you said, just parents taking their kids to movies to have them be quiet for two hours.
1: <laughs> All right. Toy Story 4, it appears uh, as if that comes out... Um, June 1st? June 22nd. Oh, so Secret it's Life what? of Pets 2 is June 7th. So Secret Life of Pets will have um, two weeks... 2 yeah. weeks all by itself before Toy Story 4 comes and steals its audience. Yeah. Um and you wanted to know The Lion King as well. Uh The Lion King is July 19th. So, so that's right at the tail end of uh a- Right. So Toy Story 4 will have a good 3 weeks before lion king comes out to to make its monies of course you've got spider-man far from home in there as well on july 2nd so that's always part of the game though right like that was the thing that that's why i put the meg at number 10 last year is because i looked at august and i was like nothing there is nothing after the meg comes out uh and so and that ended up winning me the game so that 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 kind of thinking can help thanks statham (laughs) thank you man uh, all right, so you want to hear my number five? Yes. Or no, I already said it was *Secret Life of Pets*. Okay, right, so number six. So, so we're on to number six, and that's where I have Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Uh, I think it will make between 200 and 250 million So nice. That's where I have that. Uh, my well, you number have six.
0: six is Aladdin.
1: Yep, that's my number seven. So we can go ahead oh, and right kind of chat about it.
0: Uh, I just. It's I hear too much people like laughing at the trailers, you know, like yes, it looks ridiculous. But it's still gonna make some. But it's still gonna make some money. But it's not gonna make Lion King money.
1: No, I I have it coming in around two hundred to two hundred and fifty. Like I said, these four really could flip flop on top of each other. Yeah. So that's what I have at number seven. What's your number seven? Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I wondered how high to put that. Yeah, I don't have it that high. It could be that high. It could be. Could be higher. It has. A, this could be like a number two or it, number three. It movie. really could be one of those things where we look back and go, "Man, yeah. how did we not see D- Detective Pikachu coming?"
0: See, the thing is, I feel like Detective Pikachu is going to make so much money, but I don't know how much that's going to be international. Right. Uh, I don't know if anybody still plays like Pokemon Go. You know, if like, see,
1: see that's the thing. I, there's this whole Pokemon audience. Yeah. That is, you know really underserved the pokemon movies have been cheap attempts to cash in on pokemon they've yeah. never been a big budget not this necessarily big big budget but it's ryan reynolds yeah you know it
0: looks big big budget oh does
1: it see i haven't seen it yeah it looks
0: big big budget
1: so this yeah. could be very interesting worldwide yeah. especially if it's we were going kill. worldwide i would have put it a lot higher even. yeah um but yeah that's it'll be an interesting one for yeah. sure so I think you have to have it on the list.
0: Yeah. Uh, number your number eight or what's your number seven?
1: My number seven was Aladdin. Oh, OK, yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I guess we're on to number eight then. Yep. Um. I'm looking at this. I'm not sure if this I put my official picks in yesterday. And I'm looking at this list and I don't think this is what I did officially. So forgive me if this isn't what's on the spreadsheet, but I'm going to go with what I put in the system as my official okay. and just tell you what I have here in front of me. Um, I have number eight, uh, Men in Black International.
0: I have it at number nine, so that's you know right around that same area. I, I think
1: that this this is a real this is a real uh, coin flip for me because the Men in Black movies make good money, like two to three hundred million dollars. Even Men in Black Three did. So I just but I just don't know. You don't have Will Smith or Tommy know, Lee or Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. It's a total reboot. You yep. know, kind of idea, but it is Chris Hemsworth. But it is Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh. So I, I'm, I'm going with my gut here and saying it's going to make two hundred million dollars. That's and fair. Have it in at number eight.
0: That was my number nine, but I think my number eight might top it out. That's where I got Godzilla, King of the Monsters.
1: Yeah. I've, th- I've got it at number 10, and I wasn't even sure about putting it there. I don't know that this is going to make a ton of money.
0: Oh, well, I'm going to make it make money. <laughs> I'm going to make it make on, money. On Andrew alone. This is my number one most anticipated movie of the year.
1: Right. No, totally. Yeah. I just don't know that it's most people's most anticipated uh, movie I'm of the year.
0: I'm going to champion it. I'm going to make everybody go see- it's going to make in-game money. people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I just look at something like Kong Skull Island, which made 168 Yeah. Right? So, even if it, like, does a lot more than that, it's still going to, you know, be land around two to two fifty. Yeah. It's
0: just, it's, I can't tell you, like, if there's any, you know, fandom bias, why I have it up at number mm-hmm. eight. Yeah.
1: But, well, I have it at number ten, so it's not well, like, you know, yeah. totally crazy.
0: But, man, it's Godzilla, and he's fighting King Ghidorah. And it has Rodan and Mothra in it. This is going to be amazing. And it's setting up the third movie, which is King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. So I just can't under, you can't knock a, uh,
1: a kaiju movie. They make money.
0: Look yeah. at the Pacific Rim movies.
1: That didn't really make a lot of money though. Really? I, think I don't Pacific think Pacific so. Rim's made I'll a lot look, of money. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, I know the first Godzilla movie made a lot of money. Uh, the one, the you mean the first first one or the first one in this new series? No,
0: the first one, not the 1957 okay. one. Uh, Pacific
1: Rim Uprising only made fifty nine million dollars.
0: What the first Pacific Rim movie? Uh, made.
1: Just over a 100, 101.
0: It's still, that uh, not enough to, to make a 10. top ten. You don't think so? No,
1: no, 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 no. Okay, I think you're going to have to make. Uh, well, what did the Meg make? The Meg was number ten last year.
0: <laughs> well,
1: okay. we'll look at this. Pacific Rim. Not a lot of people. The know. Meg came in at number ten last year at 145, and I think you may need even more than that this year to hit number ten. Okay, Pacific Rim is
0: not really a household name. Godzilla is the most famous monster of all time.
1: Yeah, no, so. I think that's fair. I think that there's going to be enough buzz. The uh, Godzilla 2014 made 200 million dollars. Yeah, see, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Um, the Godzilla and that movie was amazing. <laughs> the the other Godzilla that we speak not of uh, the 99 one. Yeah, made one thir- 136. I think it was 98, but uh, made 136.
0: You know, in Japan they don't even call that Godzilla. They what just call the... it Zilla. Really? I promise. Yeah, they don't even consider it a Godzilla that's movie. That's Funny. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I think it could make. I think it could make 200, but I think it's more likely to make somewhere around 150, which again should put it somewhere around number ten. Yeah, I think. So, what's your number nine then? Uh, my number nine is Detective Pikachu. That's okay. where that's where I have Pikachu. Um, I think it's going to make 175 to 200, something like that. That's fair. Um, so then we're on to our number tens.
0: Yeah, which what? you already mentioned yours is Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Dark Phoenix.
1: Yeah. I got it in my Dark Horses. It's
0: fair. It's fair to have that in Dark Horses. I just, X-Men
1: movies don't perform as well as you think they do. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But this is the last
1: Fox X-Men movie ever. I know. I, I don't know. know if that's going to play a role in it. What was What was the last X-Men movie? Uh, Apocalypse, Apocalypse. Which was horrible. 155. 155. So it could crack the top 10 if it yeah. does that again, which yeah. is possible. Yeah. Days of Future Past, it was the most, made 233. So, Out of all the X-Men? Mm-hmm.
0: I thought uh, First Class made
1: the most. Uh, no, First Class was 146
0: uh. Yeah, so. okay, Days of Future Past is really good. So. Well, but, See, that's but, what I always do. But it's I not try... necessarily
1: about quality, right? I know. That's the thing that's hard about but this sometimes game. sometimes it is. Quality
0: can get people to return for right, a movie. Right, I That's don't what makes know... this game
1: so interesting and so fun. Yeah. Because the quality of First Class is the reason Future Past made $233 million yeah. in some ways, right? So yeah, it's it's fascinating.
0: And I think that's gonna really play into my first Dark Horse repeatability because the movie is just so fun. I got Brightburn.
1: Ooh, interesting. I don't think Brightburn's gonna make that much. You don't think it's gonna be no, a dark horse? I don't I don't know that it'll it'll crack a hundred million.
0: This has a potential. I th- I see potential. Like you obviously didn't watch trailers or anything. No, no, no. But because of the trailer, I'm seeing a lot
1: of buzz people saying like this is yeah, one of the most excited it- movies of the year. Right, but here's the thing that but it's but it's bubble buzz, right? Like that's the thing that tricks us sometimes. I don't know if sometime. it's bubble buzz. You, do you, you think pe-
0: you hear Do you think it- my
1: parents know what Brightburn is? You okay, but do you not think that your parents are ever going to hear like oh there's this movie about what a superman was bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's not going to be appealing to them either. You like don't think they, so? no, they want superman to be good. Okay. <laughs> that's 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 the one two punch would appeal I'm worried. To my parents. Well, that, that's <laughs> the one two punch I'm worried about here with Brightburn is um, number one, it's again, not I'm horrible people... at this game. People don't listen
0: to me. Well, number
1: one, people don't necessarily know unless you're in the bubble, you don't really know what this is about. And number two, I'm not sure it's attractive to people. I don't know that it's something they want to see like us movie geeks and, and, you know, like comic book fans definitely like want to see that version of the Superman story. Yeah. Right. Superman, like evil Superman. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, but I just, I don't know. They'll need some pretty, um, pretty word of great mouth. word of mouth and advertising for that to make more than 100 i think well that's why it's a dark horse there you go yeah i uh, want me to throw out another of my dark horses yeah john wick three uh is another of my dark horses it's an r-rated movie i know and
0: i think that there's one r-rated movie that's gonna w- make more than it was brightburn not gonna be r-rated oh yeah brightburn is already yeah. for some reason i just always see um superhero movies as pg-13 yeah it's just an automatic setting in my head i guess Mm -hmm. but no that's that's gotta be r-rated i would think so yeah
1: but yeah yeah i'm i'm it would have to do the original john wick made 43 million john wick chapter 2 made 92 so it would have to continue that jump to get into that top like like i said 150 is probably minimum that you're gonna need yeah and i i don't know that it's likely but hey who knows maybe it just blows up Mm -hmm. so
0: uh, so another one of my dark horses, sure. once upon a time in Hollywood, tricky. This is the R-rated yeah. movie I was thinking. Yeah, this I don't, is tricky. I don't know how Tarantino movies do in the box office. So, well, we have this
1: thing called the internet. You can look.
0: <laughs> I'll put in the effort for the Oscars when I know I'm going to lose then. <laughs> but no, um, I think that w- his casting power you know with as huge of a cast as this movie Mm -hmm. has brad pitt leo i'm i'm just gonna stop right there because that's all you need really but (laughs) there's way more than them in this movie yeah and it's the first kind of semi based on true events thing he's ever done
1: all right let's take a look at quentin tarantino's box office draw shall we you want to go all the way back to reservoir dogs Yeah, he's only done 10 movies, right? Reservoir so, Dogs yeah. made 2.8, which is fine. I mean, he was unknown. He's, yeah. he's not, you know, that movie has been word of mouth and DVDs and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Pulp Fiction made 107, and now Tarantino's on the map. He made more than 100 million. Uh, Four Rooms made 4 million. Uh, Jackie Brown made 39 million. It's a good movie. Kill Bill Volume 1 made 70? Really? <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I would have figured the Kill Bills made Buku at the box office. No, made 70, and Kill Bill Volume 2 made 66. Well, good. I don't like those movies. Uh, Grindhouse made 25. Yeah. Uh, Inglourious Bastards made 120. Okay. And then Django Unchained made 162. That's his most ever was Django Unchained. And then The Hateful Eight was... Like 80-ish? Down to 54. Okay. So, definitely on a downswing right now as far as just as a director, but this definitely has the cast and a little bit of the buzz. And yeah. so I'm thinking it's possible. It could do the Django Unchained kind of money. Yeah. You know, it could get up into that 150 160 range. Um, but it, it'll be interesting because Django was a Christmas release. So it's yeah. different than a summer release, right? Yeah. So, and glorious was a late summer release in it was, August. Yeah. It was like, when does this one come out? Uh,
0: July end of July, I think. Okay.
1: Yeah, July twenty sixth. So this will be the one that we're watching at the end. Yeah. Is it gonna pick enough you know, up enough steam? There's you know the thing is the week after it comes out, Hobbs and Shaw comes out. So Ugh. there's a little bit of I don't a, think
0: it's the same audience though.
1: Nah, but I mean the gen I mean if you look gen at pop. the the general audience, you know. Yeah. Um, going to the theater and hey what should we watch oh there's once upon a time oh that was exciting Hobbs and Shaw oh yeah let's do Hobbs and you know that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. is what happens and that's how movies steal each other's you know uh, totals so um, could be interesting yep. we'll see you have one final dark horse I do have one final dark horse and that one final doc- dark horse is Rocketman oh yeah so Taron Edgerton. you know biopics are weird right Yeah. like they can do 200 million and they could do 12 million it just kind of depends, but I feel like there's enough buzz here and enough Elton John fans that this is going to be a big deal. Bohemian Rhapsody big? Probably not. but I'll say this, and I mean
0: this in no disrespect at all. Elton John's still alive. <laughs> that's
1: true. No, you're right. That's a fair point. Doing a biopic of somebody that's still alive is
0: weird. Cause what well, it's if- going to
1: become more and more likely because we're running out of, you know... <laughs> biopic options <laughs> well, I tell or you at though, least we think we are
0: I cannot wait for the Tiger Woods biopic because of what he just did <laughs>
1: that's going to be one awesome biopic yeah well he's still writing that one right <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying like don't do a Tiger Woods biopic when the guy's still kicking uh Bohemian Rhapsody made 216 I don't think it's probably going to do that no um if it makes 100 I think it will be successful no. um if it makes 150 it may crack the list so that's why I have it on my dark horse.
0: Well. You have an Elton John movie as your final dark horse. Uh-huh. Mine is a Beatles. I'm going with Yesterday.
1: Oh. I think
0: that there's
1: some... That's not a bad choice. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. Do you know what that movie's about?
1: No, not at all. So I mean, other than the Beatles. Yeah.
0: So there's this guy who loves the Beatles. He knows how to play all their songs. He's mm-hmm. a really good singer. Uh, one day, somehow, the Beatles are erased from history they never were a band none of their songs ever happened but he knows all of them so he starts to cash in on how amazing the beatles songs are by just playing them and people like oh that's the most amazing song ever written ah so it looks fun yeah yeah it has kate mckinnon in it you know so it has it kind of has that little film that could vibe to it and i think that everybody loves the beatles this looks like a lot of fun
1: yeah very good nice choice uh we're gonna talk some other general summer movie <sighs> things yeah um in just a second but before we do uh thank you so much for listening to this podcast and if you want to be a member of Sif pop i highly encourage it we have a lot of fun it's through patreon patreon.com slash pop uh, members get their own bonus podcast every week uh, you can check that out um, in your own personal podcast feed, it literally is your personal feed. Did you know that, Andrew? With the member feeds, there's Whoa. one for every single member, um, and I, th- I think that's kind of cool. So we should actually name it like your feed.
0: Like, well, such they do. Such they feed. do. If
1: you subscribe to it, it actually says like you know Sif Pop and then parentheses your you know like your name. So um, I, th- I think that's fascinating. But anyway, so yeah, you get your own member podcast feed there. We do monthly video hangouts. Um, lots of other fun stuff go on just for being a member. That's at Patreon.com/sifpop. Starts at three bucks a month. And thank you so much for not only making this podcast happen, but for making Sifpop.com uh, be able to be a thing because we're really enjoying that as well. And a huge shout out to Toby Newman for being a brand new member of Sifpop. Toby, you're the best. Woo. Uh, again, if you want to be part of it. You can head to patreon.com siftpop. And please don't give uh, if you need the money for other stuff. Give if it's something you want to do to support what goes on here. Patreon.com siftpop. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about some of the movies we didn't talk about that are coming out this summer. Just to give them a mention because I know some people are going to have other picks that they're going to want to put on. Uh, I want to start with Ad Astra. Do you think Ad Astra can make some money this summer? I think if people are going to go see a Brad Pitt
0: movie, they're going to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: I don't know. Space, like the like weird space movies are appealing in some way. You know, yeah. you think of like Gravity and you think of, um, what was the the Nolan one? Interstellar. Yeah. You know, I, I just, this if, if it kind of hits those <clears throat> like memory chimes in people's mm-hmm. brain, I think maybe they go see it. What's the uh, cutoff date for Summer Sum Game? um As far as what do you mean?
0: Like our cutoff, like the last movie, like the last day. Well, he- you
1: could, it's August thirty first. Okay, so you could pick, you know, um forty seven meters down, uncaged yeah. on August sixteenth, but you, that's a bad idea because it yeah. only has two weeks to make, you know, any money.
0: I'm gonna throw out door the explorer.
1: Yeah, when does that come out? July thirty first. Mm-hmm. I just think that you know, there's a market there. And it's a live-action door. The Explorer. Did you say July thirty-first? Yes. That is, yeah, that has a little bit of time. And you're right. It, it there isn't. What would be the like the kids? I mean, Angry Birds movie two August fourteenth might take some of that audience. Uh, yeah. Is Artemis Fowl? That's is that that's a like a young adult book, isn't it? I'm showing my ignorance here. I, um, me too we're, we're that too could be old. an interesting one scary stories to tell in the dark I know you're excited about that
0: yeah but that's a pretty niche market for that
1: one I'm just wondering if any of that will take uh, Dora's
0: <laughs> you think that's going to be parents like <laughs> hey do we take our kids to see scary stories to tell in the dark or are we going to go
1: take them to see Dora in the lost city <laughs> I don't know is scary stories to tell in the dark not a kids thing I thought it was oh like oh my a... gosh no that oh, was going to be oh I thought it was um, I thought it was just like the, the what are those books the Check. Goosebumps? Black. Yeah, Goosebumps. Oh my gosh. No. Okay, I've I've grossly misunderstood. Please excuse my they ignorance. They are the
0: most terrifying, horrible... These, this movie looks like it's going to be like the creepiest movie of the year. Like, okay. sorry, It Chapter 2. This one's going to beat you in the creep factor.
1: Ooh, interesting. Um, well, here's the thing I will say about Artemis Fowl. It's Disney. And it's the only non... Pixar? Well, the only non... Um, Previous property, uh, well, I shouldn't even say because it's based on a book, but the previous movie that Disney has the entire year, Artemis Fowl is the only one. Everything else is sequels, um, you know, based on something before, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's interesting, Um, and I think they're going to give a huge push for it, obviously. So I, I think Artemis Fowl might be one in August that mixes things up. Um, But I don't think it has enough time to make a ton of money. This movie looks creepy. What, Artemis Fowl? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I just know it's based on books. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, just look at this poster. That's
1: creepy. Ooh, that looks cool. It's very matrixy. Yeah. It's a little bit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Let's go through the rest of the summer. I'll throw some out and you tell me if you think they have any chance to make any money. Okay. New new Mutant Snow. (laughs) Ugly Dolls. No. Yeah, I don't think so either because Pokemon's the next week and I think that's... Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I I, I seem to think that's probably like the same audience-ish. Yeah. Um, a Dog's Journey? How much did the first Dog's movie make? Um, what, this is a sequel? Yeah, this is the sequel to... This is the Dog Reincarnation franchise. <laughs> I can't oh, believe that's it's a, super sad. <laughs> I can't believe it's a franchise. What was the first one called? Uh, Dog's Purpose was yeah. the first one. Let me see how much that made. You didn't know there was a dog's dog reincarnation I franchise. I saw the trailer
0: for it, and I'm like why would I want to put myself through that? Watch a dog die over and over again. I'd, why would I pay money to
1: sit down in a seat and watch a dog die over and over <laughs> no, again? No, you make a valid point. First one made 64. So Ow. I don't this we one some, this one may make 75 or something got like that, but, out there. but I don't I don't see this one doing that much. Yeah. Um so then you've got Ad Astra, which we talked about. Um, By the way, Ad Astra, Aladdin, and Brightburn are all the same weekend. So that's another notch off the Brightburn Brightburn, possibility. um, Because all three of those are the same weekend. Um, Rocket Man and Godzilla are the same weekend, by the way, at the end of May. Godzilla. I'm pretty sure Godzilla's going to take that. Yeah. I mean, those are very different movies. Secret Life of Pets 2 and Dark Phoenix are the same weekend. Uh, Yeah. Um, Shaft. What about Shaft? No. No? Nothing Shaft's there? not making okay. anything. Child's Play. What about the I Child's Play remake? I thought about
0: Child's Play because Mark Hamill is voicing Chucky. Mm-hmm. And it looks creepy as I'll get. Yeah? Again, I'm not going to see it even whenever it comes to that week i'm just going to tell you i'm not going to see it because child's play is like one of the most terrifying well yeah
1: uh, well we've got something else to review that weekend well good toy story 4 so (laughs) okay yeah oh it's toy story 4 it's counter programming to toy story 4 it's basically the same concept (laughs) i wonder if they of course they did yeah of course they did that's we know they're going to use that in their marketing yeah
0: come on go and see the child movie about the toys that come to life
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah Yeah, that is total counter-programming there. Chucky is terrifying. Uh, Annabelle comes home. Any chance on that? Those Uh, movies gotta die. They gotta die. How much do they usually make? What what did Annabelle make?
0: I don't know, like 50, 40 domestically? Something Um, like
1: that. Annabelle Creation made 102. (sighs) Are
0: you kidding me? And
1: Annabelle made 84. So it's going up. um, But I think this may be where it plateaus or starts to go down. But, I mean, if it does continue to go up, it might crack, crack the top 10. 150... You know that, like I said, that's kind of your goal What's it number. What's competing against? Uh, same weekend is, or yeah, comes out the same weekend as yesterday. Mm. So, and then I hope yesterday's good, so it Spider-Man's can steal some the next thunder. Weekend.
0: Oh yeah, well it's so, going to be short
1: lived. Do you know anything about these movies? I don't even know these movies. Twenty One Bridges, Crawl, uh, Stuber. I don't know any of those. I don't know Stuber. I've heard Crawl though yeah about
0: 21 bridges sounds familiar i probably saw a trailer for it and that's passing. pretty
1: much it because then after that you've got the lion king you've got once upon a time in hollywood you've got dora you got uh hobbs and shaw then you got artemis fowl and then uh angry birds 2 47 movie uh meters down that uh where'd you go bernadette also comes out that weekend which is not going to make a ton of money but yeah. that's what i'm definitely excited about um
0: what's the Anne hathaway movie that, uh because that one might secretly make some money.
1: Is it? Is, I mean, is she uh, a star? Yeah. In it.
0: Yeah, Anne Hathaway. It's this. Hey, internet, how are you doing? Is it oh. called the Hustle? The Hustle. Yeah, the Hustle might make some money. Oh, that's the
1: the comedy with uh, what's her name?
0: Yeah, it's uh, R- Rebel Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might make some money. Uh, when's that
1: come out? Do you know?
0: Give me 2 seconds. Here it comes out. May 10th. It's got some time to sit in the theater for a bit.
1: Yeah. May 10th. That's, you know, 2 weeks after Endgame.
0: Yeah. That might have been a pretty good dark horse pick actually.
1: Mm. Yeah, cuz sometimes there are those comedies, right? Yeah. So, what's that called again? The Hustle. Oh, the yeah. Hustle. That's not that's not bad because you've got Endgame's already been out a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, it's the same week as uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If people want to go get a laugh, they're going to go to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we've covered about everything that we need to as far as what might yeah. you might want to pick on your summer some game. Again, to get your choices in, go to the website sifpop.com and click where it says summer some game. Uh, that will take you to uh, the place where you just put in your Twitter handle, or if you don't have a Twitter, you just put in your name. And then you pick your top ten and your three dark horses and submit that. Uh, you may want to screen grab it or take a picture of it before you send it because you won't have access to it uh, until the contest starts next week. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, you have till midnight Thursday night, midnight the Thursday of release of Avengers uh, to get this in and we will be doing ca- um, updates every once in a while but you should be able to follow them right there at the page <laughs> as in live time they'll update as the box office updates
0: let you know how close to the bottom of the rankings I am <laughs> it does it's really kind of
1: cool you can yeah. know exactly where you are by the way uh, our guest gurus uh, who play this yeah. game will have a little guru tag beside them so you can tell you can sort by, you know, which gurus are doing the best. Um, you can see how you compare to those who supposedly know what they're doing, like Andrew and I.
0: <laughs> hey, you're good at Summer some Game.
1: You know, we've had the same Summer some Game winner the last two years, even with all the entries. And it's been the same for the Oscars, too. It's weird. We have people in our audience who, like, excel at these things. Yeah. And uh, so it'll be... It'll be fascinating to see if they make, it, make a three-peat. <laughs> I didn't know. He should donate. Yeah, <laughs> he should. Warren, if you're listening... How come you're not a patron? <laughs> come on, man. Be a Sip Pop member. <laughs> Warren.
0: Well, that's why he's so rich, is he just, you know... He, he's a hermit he just hoddles all that money mm-hmm, that's right all right let's finish off with some buried
1: treasure andrew uh okay. what's one thing in any area of pop culture that you want to make sure people know about
0: i gotta give a huge thank you to our uh host meredith dene mm-hmm. for giving me a, an idea on something to, and it's going to be my buried treasure it's a podcast cool called not another D D podcast oh nice it is absolutely hilarious. I've heard her talk about it. Tell oh, me what you love about it. So I,
1: I don't have you ever done any tabletop role no. playing? So. Again, it interest interests me even less than Halo. Really? <laughs> it seems like such a waste of time. I'm so bad. It's the worst opinion. I'm sorry. It just like I don't get it. Like I if I want to play imagination, I'll play imagination. I don't I, I don't know. But there's just, rules and there's like I know. chances with dice. and everything. I know. Uh, rules, rules and imagination don't mix, you know? Either just go imagine stuff or, you know, play something with rules. But you
0: can try anything, but it's
1: just, like, how, you The, know, the Dungeon Master, right? Well,
0: like yeah. Like, you've got a
1: god figure who gets to decide if what well, you do... Well, he doesn't get to decide. The dice get to decide. Well, kind Fate of. gets to decide. Kind of. Not everything well, okay, can be so dice. Okay, like so, pretty
0: much, like, it's like, okay, uh, there's a really funny uh, anecdote that's been going around the internet mm-hmm. about this... Uh, Group of like dwarves that were climbing a mountain. One of them accidentally slid off, uh-huh. and he's in dungeon. goes okay. You've accidentally slid off the mountain. What do you want to do? He's like, I'm gonna flap my arms really, really hard. Uh-huh. He's like, really. It's like I, I. There's nothing else I can do. He's like, okay. Rolls a natural twenty. <laughs> Roll again. Rolls another natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> fine, uh, you're fine. flying. You're flying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. You know, it can be really funny. You know, you just get to try anything and there's you know what always it is? a possibility. You know what it
1: is? It, if it weren't in the game category and it were in the improv entertainment category... I think I would be much more apt. That's why I like watching it. That's just it. a title, though. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. But but psychologically, that stuff matters. Titles matter psychologically. I don't see it as a fun game. I might see it as a fun entertainment experience. Um, and again, you're right. That's semantics. That's just, you know, just a title. But yeah. I think I would have to shift my brain to be like, to participate, I would need an audience and the possibility of maybe getting paid for it like that's well because that's what it would it would be like acting to me it wouldn't be just fun as a game okay it would have to be a performance (laughs) yeah you understand this because i've I've traveled in improv groups and stuff before and it's a very similar experience making stuff up and you know going along with you know what people suggest but um but as far as a game i want something with rules that are strict enough that i know if i know the rules i can play better than other people and win okay so it's different
0: well, back to the podcast though. It's <laughs> yes. it's a bunch of people from College Humor.
1: Yeah, and you I'm know, sure it's hilarious. It's
0: so funny. You might find that more as an entertainment. Yes, exactly. Like uh, because the, you're just the one listening. you showed
1: the TV show that you showed me. Oh, the, Harman, uh, Quest? Harman Quest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's funny stuff.
0: It's just as funny as Harman Quest, except yeah. you know, it's an ongoing. You know, it's never going to end sort right. of thing. Which, by the way, people, I am writing my own dungeon story right now for a upcoming D and D. Ooh. And I want to see if I can record it. And then just have like a one and done kind of like a snippet thing just to upload somewhere. That'd be fun. It would be. Danae's going to play. Well, so. let us know.
1: Yeah. That'd be a ton of fun.
0: So yeah, not another D&D podcast.
1: Very nice. Um, well, do you want a uh, an app game, a book, or a movie? Book? Gonna go with book? I'm gonna go with book. Uh my buddy Jeremy has written a book called The Ables. I have been wanting to read I can't find it on Audible anywhere. Um, it is well, they you could probably find his unless they took it down, because what happened was he self published the first book. Yeah. And uh and it did fairly well in there he did do a reading of the first book for Audible. Um But a publishing company contacted him this past year and said, hey, we want to re-release the first book um, and we want to release the series. And so they have been, you know, gathering up, getting ready. Well, the first book is re-release is coming up here in the next month. Uh, And then the second book called Strings releases later this year. Um, And I read the first book and it's awesome it's amazing give people a
0: quick synopsis because it is super cool
1: um basically it's a superhero culture a hidden superhero culture um that is training up their you know their kids who have superpowers to be superheroes in a superhero school so kind of sky high kind of idea like a a superhero school or x-men yeah yeah um but this specifically focuses on what would be considered like a special needs class like the the superheroes who have disabilities And they find that because they're overlooked so much as superheroes with disabilities, it actually gives them certain advantages when stuff hits the fans. So yeah, um, it's it's beautiful and fascinating, and I very well written. And I know I'm extremely biased because he's one of my best friends. But um, but yeah, I think it's well worth looking into. (laughs) The two, the two, yes. I guess that should be that's what's what's that called when you have you. you have to make Stockholm a... syndrome. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I was going to say when when you have to, like when a, a uh, like a writer is hired by somebody, a ghostwriter. A... No, there's a, a declaration or a, there's um, anyways, there's a technical term for it when you have to make sure people know that you what your biases might be. So, yeah.
0: Oh, I, um, yeah, that's a. Uh...
1: It's fine, don't worry about yeah. it. But Brains I have that. But great. I have that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I, I really do enjoy it and I'm excited for the new books. So you can pre order both the fir- you can pre order the first two uh, at Amazon right now. So awesome. Yep. Very cool. Well, I think we did it, man. Well, you did it. My list
0: is just going to be atrocious.
1: I don't know. Our lists are fairly close. Yeah. A lot of those things could jump around, especially in the middle there. Yeah. I think I think you have Far From Home too high. I think that's where I think that's your weakest spot. Yeah. I don't think Far From Home is going to make that much yeah, money. I should switch that uh
0: Godzilla's places. Put Godzilla <laughs> at number two.
1: Godzilla at number two. Yeah. Now you may be. Yeah. Now you may be playing a little bit too uh, into the Lose the cannon. Bias. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today for Sif Pop. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other shows on the network at studiodna.media or by searching for Studio DNA in your podcast player. Huge thanks to Andrew for hanging out. Hi, thank you. you. You can check him out at Flick Freaks on social media. Uh, you can check me out at Aaron Dicer. And of course, you can uh, follow at Sifpop as well if you want to see all the uh, articles that pop up at sifpop.com. Lots of fun stuff going on there. Uh, I think this week at sifpop.com, we have the best ever first time directors. Uh, so these are best ever directorial debut movies. Uh, and there are a ton of them. Lots of great directors coming out of the gate with good movies that's in honor of brie larson's new movie unicorn store that you can check out on netflix uh so check that out at sifpop.com much love and gratitude to our sifpop members for giving monthly to make sifpop a real thing support starts at three bucks a month you get access to every bonus episode as well as some other fun perks including a monthly video hangout also your support directly helping sifpop.com expand in 2019 into some fun new areas so thank you for that all the info at patreon.com slash sifpop lots of ways to connect with the podcast you can comment rate or leave a review at itunes or you can email us feedback at sifpop Com. And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie-loving friends will probably like the show, too. So make sure you let them know about it and that listening is much easier than beating Disney at their own endgame. <laughs> Spoiler chat, not this week. Nothing to spoil as far as the Summer Sum game goes. Well,
0: actually, Aaron, I, I forgot to tell you, I got a time machine. I went for <laughs> it in time, and I know... I know what's going to happen. Surprisingly, The Hustle, number one.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Good job, Rebel Wilson. You should have saved that for the spoiler cast. I
0: should have. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now we don't have any, any reason to do one.
0: Well, there's still nine others. I guess what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next week, though, we've got a little movie that uh, may make a few waves. Yeah. We're going to go see Endgame. We'll talk about it then.